0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Homo Deus, a brief history of tomorrow. Since the 20th century, from the advent of computers to the internet and finally to artificial intelligence, technology has been developing at a tremendous speed. It brings dramatic changes to human life, and even influences our own memory, attention, and perception. Before the invention of printing technology in China, people had to memorize a sea of ancient records to be able to discuss national issues. In contrast, in our world today, we may not even remember our mother's cell phone number. In ancient times, humans had an intimate relationship with nature. They worked according to the sunlight. To avoid being harmed, They had to be vigilant and focused all the time, listening attentively to the rustle of grass in case of poisonous snakes. They paid close attention to the smell of the wind to judge if there were any fierce beasts present. They must fully concentrate when foraging for mushrooms to avoid poisonous ones. However, nowadays, we are no longer sensitive to all these things. We have turned all our attention to the wonderful virtual world because technology can help us solve most of the problems in our life. Before we realize it, technology has become the most important thing that dominates our life. However, while enjoying its numerous benefits, will we encounter unprecedented challenges with the expected prevalence of biotechnology, artificial intelligence, and big data in the near future. The book Homo Deus, A brief history of tomorrow makes an in-depth exploration and analysis to answer this question. Backed with substantial evidence, it boldly conceives the future of human destiny. What's more, it meditates on issues that we barely think about or have no answer for, guiding us to boundlessly imagine our future. This book has received tremendous positive reviews from the public, and was included in Bill Gates' summer reading list. It is also highly acclaimed by many leading newspapers and magazines, including The Guardian, The Times, Financial Times, and New Scientist. The author of this book Yuval Noah Harari is a historian. This young geek earned his doctoral degree from the University of Oxford. Apart from this book, he also published two global best-selling books, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, and 21 Lessons for the 21st Century both bookies are available on our platform. Without further ado, let's deconstruct the book in the following three parts. Part 1, Yesterday, Homo Sapiens Conquered the World. Part 2, Today, Homo Sapiens Are Giving Meaning to the World. Part 3, Tomorrow, Homo Sapiens Will Lose Control of the World. We will start with the first part, Yesterday, Homo Sapiens Conquered the World. The author argues that in order to understand and predict the future, we should first look back, so as to understand how humans have evolved and conquered the world step by step. Human beings initially depended on hunting and gathering for survival. At that time, humans treated animals and plants as creatures equal to themselves. Even though they went hunting in order to survive, they still had to compete with other animals. Sometimes humans won, sometimes they lost. It was a fair game between humans and other species. We can still see a similar kind of animist worldview in some hunter-gatherer communities that have miraculously survived into the modern age. For example, the Nayaka people who live in the tropical forests of South India would talk to animals when they're gathering fruits in the forest. They would say that they were just coming to pick some fruit and not to hurt the animals. One time, a male elephant killed a Nayaka forcing the Indian Forestry Department to initiate a capture operation. They asked the Nayakas for help, but the Nayakas refused. They explained that the elephant killed a person, because he witnessed his partner being taken away by officials from the Forestry Department. They believed that the anger of this elephant was the same as that of humans. As such, the elephant's feelings were understandable, so he shouldn't be punished. However, in the advent of farming, the coexistence on equal footing between humans and animals was completely disrupted. The agricultural revolution gave birth to a brand new life form, domesticated animals. After many generations of being raised and bred by humans, domestic animals have become the second biggest animal group on the earth next to human beings. As such, evolutionarily speaking, when compared with wild animals, domesticated species have achieved unparalleled collective success. However, this achievement has come at the price of the individual's suffering. What do we mean by this? What people often fail to realize is that animals also have various physical, emotional, and social needs. British psychologist Harry Harlow once did an experiment. He separated infant monkeys from their mothers shortly after birth and raised them elsewhere. As a result, He observed that those infant monkeys who received no maternal love suffered from serious psychological and social problems, and grew up to be neurotic and asocial adults. Domesticated animals experience the same childhood as these little monkeys. Not only are they often separated from their family members, they are also kept in small and narrow cages. In some cases, their horns and tails are cut off, so that they're deprived of their inherent, subjective needs. In agricultural society, domestic animals are not only used as food or tools of labor, but also as sacrifices to the gods. The gods were seen as a universal power responsible for mediating between humans and the ecosystem. They would bless and protect humans and ensure favorable weather and a good harvest. In return, humans would kill domesticated animals as an offering. As we can see, the agricultural revolution was responsible for turning animals from emotional creatures who deserve respect into the mere property of human beings. What was the reason that it was human beings instead of other animals that managed to conquer the whole world? Harari argues that it's because Homo sapiens is the only species on Earth capable of cooperating flexibly in large numbers. Please take note of the two key points here. One is a large scale. Most collaboration between animals is based on personal acquaintance. For example, two chimpanzees who are strangers to each other can't collaborate. They will growl at each other, get into a fight, or flee as quickly as possible. But humans are different. Even though they don't know each other, they can somehow build a collaborative relationship, form a large-scale network of cooperation, and fight together for mutual benefits and goals. Another key point is flexibility. Although bees can also collaborate as a group, they are unable to reinvent their social system. Once there's a threat, they can't overthrow the queen and establish a new republic. But humans can. Large-scale flexible cooperation is unique to human beings, and an important social phenomenon. As the scope and degree of human collaboration keeps expanding and deepening, it plays an increasingly significant role in human development. With this exceptional advantage. Over the past 70,000 years, human beings have broken the barriers of the Earth's independent ecological zones and geographical boundaries, reducing the distance, and thereby allowing all kinds of organisms to continuously migrate and crossbreed. This is how humans played a significant role in changing the Earth's global ecosystem, through managing to conquer the world and become the ruling species. That's all for part one humans and animals used to coexist on equal footing. However, during the agricultural revolution, animals transitioned from being respected creatures to mere humans' property. Afterward, due to their capacity for large-scale flexible cooperation, human beings eventually came out on top as the ruling species, and conquered the world. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free Mind Snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf mindpodcast.de.